Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Homemaker Chic Podcast, the homemaking podcast where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. We know that it is difficult to be a homemaker, especially in today's culture, and we are here to walk alongside you in that and help rescue that from the pits of hell. (laughs) I don't know if my ladder reaches that far this morning. Life in the home can be hard. It's like, you know, those like float, like when you are at a pool and they get the little blow up ring and it's like not intended as a life preserver. (laughs) That's me. Not intended as a life preserver. (laughs) True that. True that. Um, I am your host, Shay Elliott, and I am joined by co-host of Homemaker Chic Podcast, Angela Reed. I'm in Washington. She's in Wisconsin. And... And everything in between. (laughs) It's 6.07 in the morning here in Washington. So uh, my brain's not not quite, not quite going at full capacity yet. Oh, yeah. But we're glad Uh, to be here with you today. Yes, we are. Um, And today we are going to be having a little heart to heart chat. We got kind of more intentional with a little bit of a list on Monday's episode, which is good. I can't remember what we talked about, but I remember that there was like a list. Projects, Jay, projects. Okay, projects. Yeah. Um, But today's episode, we're just going to have a conversation. Actually, we got this bad review one time that was like, it just feels like I'm listening in on two girlfriends talking. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you must be a ton of fun then. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of the point. So just come into the girlfriend conversation today and join us, won't you? I like our show is like Monday. I mean, we had like, I thought a few weeks ago, whenever it was, we had a great episode, like the laundry episode. I love the project episode, you know, whatever, how many ways to freshen up your home and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I don't want that to be like the total reason people come here. I never want to them to feel like, oh, here's another list of to do. I like our conversations. I do too. I do too. I don't know how fun I am this morning, but I do like our conversations. I don't know why Stu hasn't brought me more coffee. Look at mine. I know. (laughs) What is he doing out there? Um, A big thank you to all of our patrons who have kept Homemaker Chic on the air now for seven seasons. Incredible incredible and there were so many of you who supported us even before we offered the video version of the podcast so thank tons you for new that patrons. patrons tons of new patrons in the last week yeah and and Go- we did get the episode straightened out so for those of you who are like we couldn't see the episode with Brian we had it listed as a private link on oh, accident we're I've so done that sorry 30,000 so times easy to do like there's unlisted private unlisted private so you can watch it now be nice because there are um sweet people that help us with that so don't mm-hmm. be nasty don't be nasty no this entire show is run by angela and myself and our daughters her 13 year old <laughs> and georgia my 10 year old right <laughs> so if something is misspelled or something is a day late 
just be nice because it's the little girls who are, God bless them. And I'm so thankful to be able to do this work at home. Yeah. They're literally coming alongside us and they're learning how to do things alongside us. I actually got Georgia going on Photoshop the other day. I made her and Juliet these little chamomile crowns and I took pictures of them just for fun. Just because I was like, they were kind of having a little bit of a stale afternoon. You know, everything was just stale. And I was like, hey, girls, let's go to the garden. So we sat out there and we braided chamomile. We made these crowns and I took pictures of them. Well, I bring them inside to edit them, which I always do because I'm a photographer and that's what Mm -hmm. you do. And I was showing Georgia around Photoshop, just some basic tools. She picked it up like a millennial. They they pick it up so fast. Do you know that this took me like six months to learn? (laughs) Amelie's a Photoshop whiz. Like I give her for the magazine, I give her my stuff. I'm like, okay, I need this. She runs them all through Lightroom. If there's like, if you know, it's like we have a beautiful cottage in England in this next edition. And um, there were some lawn chairs out front. I'm like, yeah, I don't want the lawn chairs. She goes into photo. I'm like, what are you? Who are you? Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I still am YouTubing everything. How to remove lawn chairs in right? Lightroom. <laughs> in less than a day. <laughs> <laughs> I am incredibly competent at typing from so many years of blogging. So I do have one up on her still because she'll still kind of, you know, she's... Oh, you guys should hear Shay type. past the poke. I'm good at typing. No, I know. It's Very so good. loud. It's not loud. It just yes, sounds it loud. It's loud. Stu and I are doing this YouTube video right now. We did a big tour through the garden and we went through mm-hmm. and added labels to all the flowers because that's the number one question you get from people when they're watching your YouTube video. What flower is that? What flower is that? Mm-hmm. So there were parts where we actually held a shot and we labeled all the flowers. So he didn't know the names, but he's the one who edits the videos. Uh-huh. So we're sitting side by side and it's like everything I can do to not punch the computer screen because I'm like watching him type and it's just like, I mean, he can type competently, but at like not as fast as me. And I'm just like, just hardy geranium. They're taking two seconds. Hardy geranium. Just type it in. Just be done with it. <laughs> I would like me reading next to co-worker. someone. I, I can read like just looking at something like the page. It's like if I read next to Joel or something. Mm hmm. Like, can we turn? Are you? Where are, we are done you? Now? What? Are, like, and then he said, "Like, what is going on in your brain while you're reading that? That hurts me. Oh, we're terrible. Um, I, I, I did not. I saw those pictures of your daughter. I didn't realize those were chamomile. I'm actually wrapping yeah. up a chamomile video today for YouTube. It's so pretty. Yeah." Because I have so, I don't know what I'm going to, like how, I don't think it's going to be like feasible for me to like literally harvest all of it properly because that would take 4,000 hours. I don't have the little rake. It's sold mm-hmm. out everywhere online. I know you can kind of DIY it, but. Mm-hmm. Well, I harvested a bunch of chamomile last year. I made gallons and gallons of raspberry leaf, chamomile, mint tea. Mm-hmm. I like actually don't drink tea. <laughs> so I love chamomile tea is actually my favorite. It's my it's the one that I really love. And I do use it like culinary. Uh, so I'll mix it with lavender and put it in cakes and stuff. Yeah, but like a tablespoon a year. I mean, I like know, what, what does one need a tea. gallon of it? Oh. My kids all drink tea. They're yeah. teaholics. Yeah. So Yeah, we're we're more 
caffeine alcoholics. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Caffeineholics. <laughs> we just go from espresso to wine in this house. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Speaking of, let's cue the wine. Let's cue that wine music. Let's do it. Mm. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Go bookmark dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Because before we dive in today, we do encourage you to pour a glass, be it chamomile tea or a nice espresso, which I wish I had right now, or a glass of wine if it's at an appropriate time where you are. This is the part of the podcast that's sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. You guys know how much we love them. These are beautiful wines that are sourced from little boutique wineries all around the world, family-owned, small vineyards. What a chic way to fill your wine cabinet. And you can really customize your Dry Farm order so you can have it just one time or you can have it done monthly. You can do whites or reds or bubblies or rosés or anything in between. And these are wines that are sugar-free, additive-free, and chemical-free, which is a really big deal if you're drinking wine, especially if you're drinking wine more than once a week. <laughs> Maybe every day. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I need you to ask me what I'm sipping because I have a really, really special wine to share with you today. Okay. What are you sipping? Well, I sipped. Okay. I drank the bottle. Um, obviously not this morning. Oh, your nails look nice. Thank you. I painted them for my unnecessary soiree last week, which we Mine should talk about. A nice line of dirt. See that? Mm. So good. So beautiful. So beautiful. Okay. This, patrons, you can see the label because you're watching it on video. If you'd like to see the video form of the podcast, by the way, just go to patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast this is not a dry farm wine this is the only wine i had in my wine cabinet that was not from dry farm and the reason that it was there it has been there for the last two and a half years it is a wine that Stuart and i brought back from italy the last time we went we um had a very special trip there and we've been saving this bottle for two and a half years we almost opened it on our annie on our anniversary last year and we didn't we didn't really know what we were saving it for but anytime when somebody went to go get a wine from the cab cabinet it's like don't grab that one <laughs> grab any other wine because hmm. we were saving it for something special and it's an italian red it's a doc wine which we talked about a couple of episodes ago but this is a wine that um Ooh, I'm not going to be able to. Um, sorry. It's okay. Jeez, a little early for that. Um, mm -hmm. This is a wine that we got on our trip with Carla in Italy, and she took us to this winery. It's called La Fontania. La Fontanina. And it was the most fabulous cliche italian vineyard you can imagine oh awesome oh we walked up I, i'll share pictures of this maybe on instagram or over on patreon but we walked up and there are these like large rusted metal gates with this really grown in landscaping and it went back to this old little villa house just tucked away in the wilderness old crumbly crusty wallpaper like the perfect 1940s wallpaper peeling off the Paul, wall. Oh my gosh. C 
Could I? I mean, could someone do that for me? Seriously, put up old wallpaper and then steam it so it sort of falls off. <laughs> so we walk in, and there's this young guy who's showing us around, and he's wonderful. He doesn't speak any English, so Carla is, of course, interpreting for us, and. We walk through the house, walk through this little kitchen. I mean, this is obviously just a house that they've converted into kind of this office winery mm-hmm. space. So we go down and this house has a below the ground cellar. And the ceiling is like a half circle of brick. It's like a perfect yes. full arch of brick. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we go down the stairs into this crusty, dusty amazing brick cellar and we walk in and there's barrels of this wine all along the sides and there's just meats like all manner of meats so dusty you can see the cobwebs hanging from them from the center of this room and it smells amazing in here just prosciutto and italian red wine Musty, dusty meaty whiny dirt eagle. floor gosh dirt yeah. floor mm. so then the vigneron he goes and he grabs us wine glasses and they are dusty i mean they are covered in dust and he You're just like making me so hot right <laughs> he blows them off he goes over to a barrel pulls out the cork takes his little dipper thing, dips it in and pours us each a glass of this wine. And he swirls his, you know, tastes it. And he's like, not ready. Not ready. Not ready. Of course, we drink it. And I like my knees go weak, right? Like they say price is a spice. Well, experience is a spice too. It's supposed to be. These are things that are supposed to enhance. I'm standing in this dirt root cellar with prosciutto hanging over my head. You know, I'm with Francois and Carla and Stuart. And anyway, this is that winery. After that, we went and we walked around the vines and we talked. And this was the same vigneron when he I asked him what he ate for breakfast. And he said, cookies. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, what do you eat for breakfast? And I said, I eat eggs. And he's like, what is it with you Americans and And your eggs and your peanut butter? Yeah. And in France, they don't eat eggs in the morning like like we do. No. Yeah. Way. That's like a luncheon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is America. Cookies. <laughs> I have cookies. Well, I have eggs and peanut butter. So watch it. Cookies. Bud. Love it. Um, anyway, for the I don't know if we even talked about this. It My mind is not. Grief has a funny way of doing things, we didn't. but we didn't okay. say anything. Okay. Um, Carla, Jovial Foods, the founder of Homemaker Chic since day one, like literally when Carla founder found of, out we of were- Einkorn. Of Einkorn. Of Einkorn. Yep. Right. When Carla found out we were doing a podcast, when we first were going to get started, she was like, sign me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want to support you guys. I know you guys love Jovial. You know our pro- products and love our products. Anyway- She's been such a huge advocate for this podcast and a huge advocate for my cooking community and a huge advocate for everything I do in my kitchen, all the bread baking, so much of the homemaking. Carla had this sense of just perfectionism and man, it was just, it was infectious. You were Mm -hmm. around her. You wanted to be a better person. Anyway, Carla passed away two weeks ago um, on Saturday and unexpectedly very very quick 
Um, and so this is a 2014 that we were saving for the right occasion. And we opened it up and we toasted to her. Hmm. But I'm going to keep the bottle. Yes. That's a good anyway. idea. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. So, I'm so, ugh, so sad about it. And the worst part of it, and then I'll get off my little sad train here, I promise, but. <laughs> well, I can't promise I'm joining you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hard couple weeks, but um, we were supposed to be in Italy right now. Um, right now. And we canceled the trip three weeks ago. We were supposed to go to um, the Piedmont region for a workshop. And then we were going to go and stay with Carla and Rodolfo um, at their house because they were having a big party for their 25th wedding anniversary. And so um, we were going to have a week there with them. And I'm just so sad. I'm just so sad to have missed out. I mean, I know COVID took a lot of things from a lot of people, but there should have been two times where we were with her over this last year and mm -hmm. we didn't get to be. And I'm so sad for those lost opportunities that it's too late now. It's, it's hard to, uh, hard to take that in. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's been a really, uh, um, I don't want to, interesting is the worst adjective, interesting <laughs> couple weeks. Yeah, it has been. For each of us. Because um, we've both been exposed to loss and have had numerous conversations of like, what is wrong with, like, I can't, yeah. I, I can't move forward. My days don't feel the same. I, I feel apathy. I feel... Grief. It's grief. It's grief. <laughs> it's grief. Yeah, it's grief. Uh, we, yeah. yeah. We lost a family friend on Saturday. Um, so I'm pretty weepy this morning because the service was just last night. And it's really um, not really hit by any means. Uh, like we're both just walking around. Joel and I are just kind of walking around like, I, I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. I, I can't, I can't believe it. Um, and the service was incredible. Um, he was a public servant. Mm -hmm. And so it had all the flair, if you will, that goes with that. But um, my kids were with us and just watching them try to make their way through it. Junior, he's mm. junior and this gentleman were uh, special friends. And, you know, when you see someone take a shine to your children and their face lights up, not the same way your face lights up as a parent, but when you watch your children have an impact on someone, mm -hmm. it makes you feel really cozy and warm. And like, maybe you're doing something right as a mother and you just, you're blessed by watching your children bless someone else. And that's what uh, Junior did for this gentleman. Gosh. And... um. Junior's so cute. He thinks that God lives in his tummy. So when he prays, he prays, dear God, in my tummy. And so um, yesterday he came to me and he told me that 
this man was now in his tummy with God. Mm. And I'm like, you're killing me. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so it's, uh, yeah, I knew you were going to probably end up talking about Carla this morning. And Sorry. I'm like, okay, I just got back from my funeral 12 hours Sorry. ago. So I know. It's okay. Sorry. We it's can just, talk about, uh, we can no, talk about something happier. It, no, it's okay because um, even just for the – and it's not – you know, I really struggle with making – do you – how do you feel – I struggle with making someone else's grief my grief. Like, how – how – how 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 do I even have a right to be sad? It wasn't my husband. It wasn't my like I can't yeah. if this is how I feel, I can't even I cannot fathom. And I know it's not my place to fathom. I haven't been Yeah. That's not what's been allotted to me right now. But but dang, like I'm struggling. Yeah. And I know it's just, you know, I and I've got seven people here struggling with me. So I know over this summer, because we would have run into this person repeatedly. This is someone that would come over and eat at our table, sit on our couches, bring the children treats, pull up in the driveway. This is a loss. This person will not be around now. And I know, like, that's going to rear its head, like, countless yeah. times over this summer, you know? Um, yeah. And there's going to be eight of us kind of going through it in different ways. Yeah. Um, at different times. So... Sorry, I'm not yeah. pre-calculated. <laughs> I'm just stumbling all over the place. <clears throat> I think we should have a, I think we should try to get Audrey back on to talk about grief because um, I was in the car with her. I guess this was like maybe five days after. No. Yeah, I guess like maybe a week after I found out Carla died and was talking to her and. I did not literally did not connect this, but I was like, Audrey, I'm just like not feeling well. I just I'm unmotivated, which is not like me. Like I would look at the dishes and be like, I can't actually do that. Right. I, I can't get through that. Um, Really physically tired, like taking naps and not wanting to get out of bed and wanting to go to bed at seven o'clock at night. And I was really angry and short with my family. And she just said, didn't you lose a friend? And I said, yeah. And she's like, so you're feeling grief. Like that's what grief feels like. And naming it was really helpful uh -huh. and not just trying to be like, well, I'm fine and I don't need to feel anything, but recognizing that this is how grief manifests yeah. in, in our lives. And we do have to learn to live with it. Um, and anyway, she was the perfect person. If you guys don't know Audrey, we had her on a couple of seasons ago. She's a friend of mine, a close friend of mine. And she lost her daughter to uh, ATRT brain cancer back in March. So she has walked a very difficult road these past few months and has become close friends with grief. And, you know, she did encourage me because sometimes I'll message her and I'll say, like, I just missed Danica today. You know, that's a grief I have. I am still severely processing. And again, like, it's not my daughter, you know? Mm -hmm. So who am I? <laughs> who am right. I to ruin your day by saying, hey, I miss your daughter? Yeah. But she right? said, you know, Shay, the only thing that's worse than 
somebody, um, you know, acknowledging the wound basically, or, or, you know, poking the wound, if you will, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. is people mm-hmm. not, is people not acknowledging it mm-hmm. and being like, oh, hi, how are you? How's things going? Like not, they're not going well. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're getting by, but right. let's talk about the elephant in the room. And so it is a damned if you do, damned if you don't. You don't want to bring it up. You don't yeah. want to like to wallow in somebody else's pain or to to take on something that's not yours. But we are called to bear one another's burdens. And this is one of the way that we're doing that. Because every time you feel this way about your friend, you're probably praying for his wife and his mm-hmm. children and mm-hmm. your community and your children. And like, this is a good thing. This is how you're bearing the burden alongside them. You're inviting them over for dinner. You're remembering to do kind little things because this is, you know, this is the body and this is how it works in our communities. And um, this is a good thing. So that grief is a good thing for you to feel. Yeah. It's, um, it has to be you ha- you have to allow time for it and i think that's yeah um kind of you know uh, right now where we f- feel like we're at like okay everything's going on and everything has to be done and but like you were saying just looking at the dishes like i can't do that right now <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's okay yeah. it's okay Naming it is helpful and recognizing your tendencies is helpful Um, because then you at least know what it is when it does crop up. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Coffee. (sighs) I know I need another one. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's where we are right now. (laughs) So it has it's been a really rough couple weeks. And of course, when you do feel this way, at least me, I want to go inward. Um, yeah, like posting to I, Instagram. It's like, it's like somebody asking me to eat like a ghost pepper. It's like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, do that's that. just <laughs> it. I'm so glad you said that because I just feel like, you know, mm-hmm. world, I don't care about you. <laughs> I don't, I don't have anything to give you right now. I'm, I'm not going to manufacture something. Thank goodness I'm a week ahead on YouTube. You mm-hmm. know, like think I just want to just yeah be alone and this person was just had so much joie de vivre. He lit a room within like two seconds of of being in it. Just in, an incredible, incredible, uh, happy light. And I just want to think about that. Yeah. And I want to think about, do I do that? And mm-hmm. and what like. Whatever. I know. Sorry. I don't know. I know. I totally know what you mean. I totally know what you mean. Um, the last thing that Carla and I talked about actually was it was the week before she died and she was going to bring some marble in for me from Italy on the jovial shipment. So she was going mm-hmm. to. Um, anyway, so this is what we were talking about. We were talking about importing marble. <laughs> Fun. And it just so happens that just a few days before we had got our marble in our kitchen put in. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's teeter tottering between torture and joy mm-hmm. <laughs> to to be in there and to 
bake bread with her sourdough starter on the marble, you know, and it's, it is these little, um, these moments of remembering, like you were talking about, you just want to sit with those beautiful moments that you did get to share with that person Mm -hmm. and appreciate the way that they impacted your life. This is a good thing. And I kind of wish we did the thing that they did back in, let's say Victorian times where I'm just going to dress in black. Why? Because I'm mourning. I'm grieving. I'm not ready to like, I'm not ready yet. And that way, when I go out into the grocery store or wherever it may be, everyone knows maybe, maybe tread lightly, maybe just, just be a little extra careful with that one, (laughs) you know, because it's, you have no idea. Yeah, kind of. Kind, I think it's I know. Excel- I think it's an excellent <laughs> idea. We virtue signal everything else. Can't we just put a black band on our arms? And- <laughs> no, don't do that. I think they did that. And like, I think that has a different meaning. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's anything. I swear okay. that they, the gentlemen, not women, but like the gentlemen would put. Oh, did they? Black, I don't know about this. On the upper arm? No, I don't think it's anything Holocaust or anything like that related. Oh. But- we don't I like think so. I'm sure somebody will let us know if it is, but I'm sure I'll get the slaughtered for that person. <laughs> I'll make her she gets canceled. <laughs> the um, point is, you're, you're not. It takes time. We got to be gentle with ourselves. We just rush. Yeah. We rush through everything. Everything. Well, and I think that it's even a, though this is just a conversation, our th- our theme. Yeah. We're kind of like coming at this season's theme. Um, from a different place. So like, as you mentioned, like a lot of our seasons have been, we really wanted to take homemakers and rally them. Okay, come on. Mm-hmm. This is an art. We can do this. Grab your bootstraps. Yeah. Wipe up the counter. Yeah. We can do this. And now we're coming at like, a, which is just, it deserves as much thought, seeing the romance and slowing down and time and affording yourself. Yeah. Contemplation. And that's, also what you do with you have to afford yourself the time and everything just does go so fast and you're just bombarded with guilt well you have life goes on Uh, life goes on (laughs) really can i smack you because like yeah and it's not it's not to to um wallow right it's not to say life doesn't go on. It's not to say this person wouldn't want you to go ahead and live your, you know, there's all these kind of like cliche, cliche. things that are attached to it. Like, well, so-and-so wouldn't want you to grieve. Well, oh, that's okay. But grief, <laughs> maybe so. Yeah. But grief is normal. You yeah. know, like. There's a difference yeah. between wallowing and self-pity. Why did this have to happen to me? Yes. Why did this have to happen to her? Like, that's that's different than genuinely I'm sad. Ex- experiencing loss loss yeah. and and I've realized and I felt this with Danica of course um and also with Carla you grieve for the times past you know you grieve for the all these moments that you got to share and like the beauty and the joy that those brought you mm-hmm. um but you then it's like a complete different death for the loss of a future like the future will no longer involve this person. And so yeah. you, it's not just the death of a past, you know? And I think, especially when you lose people unexpectedly, when you lose somebody, I'm not saying it's easy, but when you lose somebody who's older, 
whose mm-hmm. whose past is full and long. Right. You know, their future was it was a smaller it's a smaller death of the future because you knew that they were old. You knew that their days were numbered, as all of ours are. Mm-hmm. When you lose somebody like Danica, you're grieving. 80 years of life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marriages, children, relationships with siblings, like it is a it is a completely different death. Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't like when people say, don't be sad. Yes. Be sad. Sad is a good emotion to feel. Mm-hmm. And sad for me. Man, it it drives me to my knees in prayer and it drives me to scripture in an entirely new way Mm -hmm. where there are times I have literally hit my knees in grief and just moaned quite literally. Just Mm -hmm. no words. Don't know what I need. Don't know what I should say. Don't mm. don't understand why this is part of the plan. <laughs> Not what I would have chosen. Right. Um, <clears throat> and it's great because as a Christian, we're, we're told that the spirit will interpret your moaning. And that's all you need to do is be in the posture of like, you are God and I am not. And who is the pot to say to the potter? Why have you made me this way? Because you are the potter and I am the pot. And this is good. And you are sovereign. And this is true whether circumstances are good or not. So somehow in God's economy, this does make sense, but sad is a good thing. Grief is a good thing. I mean, think about, there's a lot of silver linings and I know that those are not helpful in the moment, but Mm -hmm. they are, they are fruit from grief and there is fruit from grief. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, in other news, <laughs> other than that, how was the play, Miss Lincoln? <laughs> Seriously, my dad used to always say that. I always he say that to, to my kids. <laughs> my dad used to always say that. Like, dad. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> my dad used to say a lot of funny things. He used to sing us this song when we would say, oh, dad, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where this came from. I don't know if culturally this was a song or if this is something that he would make up, but he would sing this little ditty like, life's not fair. Life's not fair. Go ask Saddam. Life's not fair. <laughs> Shay, was this, a, was this a song that anyone else's parents sang? No. Then I don't know where it came from. <laughs> they can cancel your dad. They better not cancel us. No, he's dead now. They can't cancel us. He's dead. <laughs> Just like Lincoln. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're terrible. Where um, did he come up with that? I don't know. I don't know. The 90s were a confusing time for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the hair. Oh, man. We were very confused. (laughs) Um, I have about 10 little girls showing up to my house in a couple of hours for a 
tea party that Georgia is putting on. That's so, so this fun. is going to be done fun. a tea party for little girls. Not at our house. Okay. But it's going to be very fun. She is in charge of all of it. Um, and so we decided to put a little table down in the gardens that are just <sighs> amazing <Lush. laughs> right now. Just amazing. <laughs> so we're just going to put a little plastic table down there with a tablecloth and they're just going to sit in the gardens and she's making them an egg bake and some actually some of Carla's vanilla cupcakes with strawberry okay. frosting. So she's going to get it all set up for them and put out the flowers. And it's, it is really fun to see things that you enjoy doing as a mom transfer down to your children. Mm-hmm. She wants to make a pretty table. We had a big unnecessary last Friday, which is what we call an unnecessary party with our friends. And we sort of have this dinner group and we have these unnecessaries a couple times a year. Everyone gets in cocktail dresses and makes food. And we had a Moroccan theme. And so I just decked out our table with, I mean, it was beautiful flowers and it was fruits super fun. and so yeah. pretty. And she wanted it on that so bad. <laughs> she just couldn't take it. So she's going to throw this little party for her friends and, you know, get her kicks in that way. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is a sponsor of Homemaker Chic Podcast because, frankly, homemakers have to cook. This is for home cooks out there who would love some new inspiration, ideas, and motivation in the kitchen. Each month, you'll get five new recipes shipped to your door or to your inbox, whichever you prefer. Recipes will range from entrees to side dishes to desserts to sourdough breads and everything in between. I'll also guide you through the month's recipes with a long, in-depth cooking video showing you new skills and encouraging you as you give these recipes recipes a try in your own kitchen. And lastly, you'll be invited into our exclusive community of like-minded home cooks where you can ask questions, share your successes, and gain inspiration from women just like you. The Elliott Homestead Cooking Community is here to inspire and nourish your family with whole food recipes, price-conscious recipes, from scratch recipes that are designed to enjoy. We're going to teach you to bake. We're going to teach you to use sourdough. We're going to teach you to ferment things and to try new ingredients. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to join as a member today. Visit analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10% off our favorite jewelry. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Homemakers, Ana Luisa is partnering with us for Ultra Feminine Friday. So if you're looking for simple feminine jewelry to wear at home or on date night with your day dresses to church on Sunday morning, then we invite you to try the beautiful pieces of jewelry from Ana Luisa. Rings, earrings, necklaces, and more starting at just $39. So there is something for every budget. They are designed in small batches with recycled materials whenever possible. These pieces are timeless and affordable and fall under our podcast motto of better, not more. New jewelry collections are released every Friday. So celebrate our hashtag ultra feminine Friday with us by visiting analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10% off or of course visit the show notes or website for a direct link and if you're following over on patreon you can see these beautiful pieces in person visit analuisa.com forward slash homemaker for 10% off and don't forget to join us and analuisa for ultra feminine Friday over on instagram 
Angela and I get asked about our skincare routine a lot. The secret is Tubes & Co. Tubes & Co. is your one-stop shop for all things natural and organic that are free from GMOs, toxins, fillers, any artificial colors or fragrances, or synthetic chemicals. This is a company created by our friend Emily who has taken quality ingredients to an entirely new level. Whether you're looking for tallow bombs, deodorant, shampoo, soap, foundation, lipstick, skin tonics, eyeshadows, so much more, this is where you need to head. Emily dreams of women using her skincare with confidence, knowing that it is pure. I want you to go and try the frankincense tallow balm and feel that whipped silky pleasure or try the red wine lipstick and enjoy feeling dressed up. The charcoal ball is amazing for cleaning skin and removing the day's makeup. And of course, make sure you try the glow serum formulated from virgin unrefined oils, which has raving five-star reviews. Visit tubesandco.com to stock your bathroom and makeup case with these pure, beautiful products and use the coupon code homemaker for 10% off. I think that's so great. And just teaching them to entertain mm-hmm. and juggle mm-hmm. and do all the things. It's like, so yeah. Yeah. Um, Very true. I, I think I had a tea party for the girls before we moved here, like for a birthday, we did a birthday themed tea party. It was Super fun. Is mm-hmm. everybody going to dress up? Mm-hmm. Little mm-hmm. hats and cute. Yep. And she picked all the chamomile and the rose petals and the raspberry leaves for tea. And nice. she wants us to make her some decaf. <laughs> it's hilarious. She asked her dad if he would pull decaf espresso shots for them. <laughs> she's so my daughter. That's so cute. I know. Juliet, every day, she's like, can I please start drinking coffee? Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? She's like, you gotta, I really like it. You got to get in before they don't want it. Seriously. You know? Well, it's just like, look, people are like, what? I know. But no, in our in our house, like, we're training their palate to mm-hmm. drink coffee and wine. And we don't drink pop. Mm-hmm. The closest they get to that is kombucha. And like I said, they already drink tea. They mm-hmm. love it. It gives them that, like, feeling of having something to look forward to. So at night yeah. or in the evenings after dinner, they make tea. Yeah. All of Julian, they all love it. They love it. Unfortunately, then I find teacups and tea bags all over the house. Yeah. Because they carry them around. They're on their nightstand. They're on their windowsill. They're on the floor. Mm-hmm. They're on the bathroom counter. <laughs> yeah. And we go through a lot of tea. So that's why I'm pretty jazzed about how much chamomile is growing out there. But if anybody wants to come over and help me, this, <laughs> it's like... You have a lot of chamomile. <laughs> it's got to be. It has to be 150 square feet yeah. of chamomile. Yeah. Like thick. <laughs> and I don't want to cut it down. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It'll get not beautiful, though. It'll get not beautiful. It's already. Um, and the grapevines yeah. actually are. Oops. I hit my mic. Are trellised underneath like in rows. Mm-hmm. So they need the light of day. So. Yeah. One good way to actually do chamomile is to cut it off in bunches, dry it upside down. And then do do it over a sheet and like just rub once it dries, just rub the heads off. Yeah. Because when I had like smaller harvests back on our other place, we would just sit and just watch a movie and just plunk, 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 you know, but this is going to be all bunched from the, Mm -hmm. the beams in the kitchen. It's going to be very romantic. Very romantic. It it smells when you walk past that portion of the garden. It smells so good. I actually wish chamomile tea was more pungent because I love the smell of the flower. It's just that gentle, almost apple-esque mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. smell. Mm-hmm. So I usually, I even usually steep my tea for longer than you should or, you know, mm-hmm. than it's normally done because I want that 
Oh, punch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the great thing about tea and about coffee is that there are decaf options. Mm -hmm. I know decaf used to only be like, there was like a chemical way that they did it. Now that's not true. There's a water process that they can do. Swiss process or something like that. Yeah. Fine. There's some good decafs. You got to look hard for them, but there are Mm -hmm. some good ones. But Mm -hmm. um, we love to make little decaf coffees for our kids. They love the flavor. And here, at least in the Pacific Northwest, coffee is a culture. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know how in the South people sit on their porches? I know this because I live down there, married to a Southern man, so I'm not stereotyping. Mm-hmm. People sit on their porches in their rocking chair, smoke the pipe, pluck the guitar, play chess, read Lord of the Rings, whatever. <laughs> this is true. Really, Shay? Yeah, it's just true. <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest, we drink coffee. We will mm-hmm. go. We'll go with a friend. We'll sit outside. We'll go sit at the park. You'll invite, that's what you invite people over for. Like we don't have tea time. We have coffee. And so, you know, it's. You know what we do here in Wisconsin, right? What do you do? Do you have coffee time? Beer? (laughs) What's beer? (laughs) Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) No posh coffee dates. We do beer too. It depends on the time of day. Like there's groups of, I mean, we have some pretty good uh, roasters and spots in the, because we're a tourist destination so yeah. if you're gonna have a coffee shop it's got to be top notch yeah there's no bad coffee but um did i ever tell we, you but it's like we're we don't even like to go out for coffee because we're like it's coffee snobs once yeah. you start like really getting into it and doing your own and you've got i gotta click my mouse sorry my screen just went berserk um you do you've got the cow and mm-hmm. you're roasting your own beans and blah 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 like you go out for coffee yeah so this is no bueno. Yeah. I can do way better than exactly. this. Exactly. Is this raw Jersey grass fed milk that you have in your coffees? Excuse me. No, this ma'am. This morning. Yeah. <laughs> then I would not like it. Um, when we lived in Alabama, stop me if I've shared this story. I'm getting to that age already. <laughs> middle age. Middle age. 35. Age. Forgetting what I said to who. Just like my parents. <laughs> Did I say? I can't remember. Okay. So I was taking photographs for from scratch at this farm that we used to buy produce from. Did you, do you remember this story? I was nursing Owen and Uh we were so poor this year. We had no alcohol the whole year. Like the whole, remember that. No, let me say this again. We had no alcohol the whole year. Okay. No, I hear you. We did. We had a year with no alcohol and no coffee. We couldn't even afford coffee. I was like, I remember that. Tough, tough times. (laughs) Tough times. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So we go to this farm who has agreed to let me photograph for from scratch. Those are the photographs that you see of the cows and the chickens and the crops and stuff. Okay. I'm nursing Owen. We shoot all day. We're having a great time. And the farmer says, You want a beer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do want a beer. I want Intravenously, one so please. bad. I haven't had a beer in like a year. And um, so he comes back out from the house and he hands Stuart a beer. Not me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to like choke back the tears. <laughs> no beer for you. No soup for you. No soup uh, for you, little girl. No soup for you, little girl. You're not girl. middle-aged yet. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm re-watching the entire Seinfeld catalog right now. 
no soup for you. Um, So, yeah, no beer for me. So apparently I don't know if like women don't drink beer in the South. I'm trying to think of all the Southern women I know and if I've seen them drink beer. I know my friend Casey drinks beer. She's top notch. Um, anyway, but the the thing that made it great and a little bit less stingy was that it was a Budweiser, which is like Stuart's you were gonna least say that. favorite beer in the history of beers. Like this is not a beer Stuart drinks ever. And but he drank it, of course, because he was like Budweiser is better than no beer, I think. Shut <laughs> up. There's no- wrong with Budweiser. Now, if you said that's Miller how we get Light, canceled, we're going to get canceled. Coors Light, then I would have to agree with you. Mm-mm. Anyway, it was just a pretty hilarious scenario all the way around because I just I remember sitting in the van. It was like 300 degrees outside, sweat dripping between my boobs, nursing Owen and just maybe being so angry in life. shouldn't have one. Well, maybe. Pretty big assumption, though. Quite. <laughs> Pretty big assumption. <laughs> anyway, it was a grand old, grand old time. Grand old time. Hmm. We've, uh, so next time you're here, I'll uh, I'll put a six-pack of bud in the Yeah, I'll be like, Stuart, we got the fridge. Play a joke on I Stuart. I had a dream last night, Angela, that we came to your house. This was my dream. Okay. And we were all there. But the great thing was, I was like, why don't we come here more often? It's like a five minute drive. Shut it up. is not a five minute drive. It is a 23 hour drive. I know this because I just Google mapped it the other day. I Google mapped I was it. like, isn't that far? Because if it's like 15 hours, we could pull like two sevens, you know, like make it happen. No, it's 23 hours. Wisconsin, do it. you think it's in the middle. It's not in the middle. It's so not in the middle. Yeah, it is kind of like the beginning of the third. Yes. You know, if you split the country into thirds, it's kind of. Yeah. Like if yeah. it was Minnesota, mm-hmm. it's pretty, that's pretty middle. Can you go like up and you wouldn't have to go like down and through. Can you kind of go along the border and then pop down? Well, yeah, like, you can like take that? I-90 from all the way from Seattle to New York. Okay. So it's like literally you just get on 990 for your whole life. And then 23 hours later, you get off. Interesting. But 23 hours in the car does not sound very appealing to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sometimes we get in the car with our kids. Like, if you, did you just leave your humanity in the driveway? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Demon spawn? <laughs> Can I just sit here and oh, yeah. not want to murder someone? <laughs> Please. It's just, it's it's the shame brought on me as a mother before we hit the end of the driveway. It's shocking. No, it's shocking. It's shocking. And this stage when they're like. I don't know if it's the close proximity, having to like sit next to each other. I don't know what it is. But you have the raging, like psychopathic testosterone of the 16 year old and then the the drama and loud shrill of the seven year old girl Mm -hmm. and the. Too much. It is too much. And it I have to show so much self-control because I just want to turn around and be like, <laughs> like I just want to go berserk and I everybody out of the car. Seriously. <laughs> like you know, did your parents like just reach around and go like this? Why mindless swatting, trying to strike something. Everything my parents did. Makes so much more sense it now that I'm so much sense. 
Yeah. Like this kid has told me that her life is not fair so many times. <laughs> I'm just going to make up a song about it. <laughs> so I don't kill her. <laughs> Our kids were swimming in the pond the other day and we had a duck who hatched ducklings for the first time on our farm lest you get too excited oh that's so cute they're all dead now but before they all died (laughs) (laughs) this is life on the farm ladies before they died the kids were down swimming in the pond it was like 95 degrees we had just bought new lawn chairs from Lowe's so that Stu and I could lounge they were like lounger chairs which we've never owned in our life they're so nice to like not have to sit in the grass So we're lounging, we're having a beer, the kids are swimming in the pond, the mama duckling brings the ducklings over and she's teaching them how to swim and it's just picturesque. It's just beautiful. One of those moments where like, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Stu said to me, he's like, do you think our kids will remember any of this? And I was like, gosh, I sure hope so. Right. I sincerely hope that somehow... Some of these happy memories, some of these sayings that we have as a family or songs that we listen to, like they make their way in there into that permanent part of the brain. Yeah. Oh, do you think sometimes I wonder if all the video we take will help? I remember JFK Jr. being interviewed and someone asked him if he remembered saluting when his dad's casket went by. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't know. I don't know if I remember it or I remember it because I've seen the video. Yeah. And so think about that with the kids, like, because you're right, like those magical moments. I really, really want those to outweigh the the screaming swatting down the driveway, (laughs) the mindless swatting (laughs) as we pull down the driveway. Right. Really bad. Yeah. Because we've had some there's some magic moments. But, you know, there's there's a lot of people in the house and the decibel level starts to go up and the stress starts to go up and nobody's choosing to be the one to start to dial it back. Yeah. You're like, please mm-hmm. don't remember this. Please part. don't remember this moment. Please don't remember this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please remember the good moments. The saving grace of that is I like don't remember any bad moments with my parents. Like my mom, I remember her telling me as a young mom. Mm-hmm. As a young mom, she came to me and she said, I remember thinking when you girls were little, they're just going to think I yelled all the time. That's all Mm -hmm. they're going to remember. It's just mom yelled. Mom was a yeller. Mom just yelled Mm -hmm. all the time. I was like, mom, I literally don't ever remember you yelling. I can't think of any times other than the time the car slid out on ice. And I remember her swearing. But that wasn't like a yelling. It was just like, oh, whoa, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're sliding. Mm -hmm. Um. So maybe there's some hope for us there. Or I just have a terrible memory. Both of those could be true. Well, we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. How bad did we mess this up? (laughs) It is getting, I imagine you're feeling a little uh, panicky with Aiden's 16th birthday. And oh, yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Nope. We've already cried enough this episode. Yep. Um, well, I don't really know what this is, was, but thanks for joining us. It, is, it was what we said it was going to be. So thanks for being here. Mm-hmm.
Um, visit us over on Patreon. Become a patron so you can watch the show. So the idea is you listen on Mondays and Thursdays, and then a few days later when you need a fix or you want a visual to what's going on, you get to watch the episode with a glass of Dry Farm Wines, which you can get at dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. Thank you so much for supporting our advertisers. Uh, that really helps. We've chosen them carefully mm -hmm. just for you. And we're so blessed to be able to partner with them. And uh, you'll be blessed by doing it. Likewise, mm -hmm. join us tomorrow on Instagram for hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday. Show us what's making you feel feminine. We would love to see that. And we will share your stories on our, on our stories. Way to, wrap, way to wrap that up well. You're welcome. <laughs> At least one of us is a professional here. <laughs> okay. All right, ladies. We'll see you back here on day. Monday. Cheers. Cheers.